gentlemen welcome back to the mixtape show we are live on the air we are live on the airways of kksj kawan j radio appreciate everybody tapped in tonight man if you're up there in the east coast if you're up there in, in the south stay safe man i hear the weather's crazy up there i know here in dallas we're about to have a freeze here in the next two days so everybody get your groceries hunker in listen to the mixtape show you know what i'm saying we're kicking off the show, man. We got a dope one for you guys playing tonight. We kicked it off a little early. We are actually going to be in the middle of recording our mixtape show, Interviews with Legends podcast, live here on air. So salute to everybody who's tuned in for that. And we're going to make this interactive. We got some questions for some of the listeners that we're going to have at the end of this interview. And uh, checking in, man, we played that joint at the beginning of the show. Snow Goons featuring A Mafia. Our guest tonight, Billy Dance, Aspects, God Bless, and DJ, DJ Trey. That was called We Up. And we're going to get into some more of the catalog, too, from the brother, man. And we're going to definitely chop it up here with the legend. He goes by the name of Billy Dans of the Mighty M.O.P. What's good, man? How are you? Welcome back to the Mixtape Show, man. Uh, thank you, my brother. I appreciate it, man. You know, I'm, I'm still out here grinding, getting it going, man. I hear that. I hear that, man. And um, last time you was you was here with us, man, you, you sat down with us for, and um, was very gracious with your time then. And we did the listening sessions of the project that you dropped, the, the six-pack joint. And um, nice, yeah. a lot of a lot of our listeners at the time may have not been aware that Billy Dan's was out there active like that, so they definitely appreciated that. <laughs> and um, ever since then, man, you've been still kicking ass. You know, what I'm saying being on features, <laughs> dropping solos, joints, and uh, you got yes, some sir. new some new work too, man. So, how, how have yeah. you been personally, man? How, how's everything been going for you overall? Good, man. Just you know, uh, dodging this whole madness that we got to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, still working, still you know maintaining family yeah. uh and maintaining sanity you know what i'm saying yeah yeah as best as we can right? <laughs> yeah that's right bro so I'm, I'm like everybody else in this situation man i'm just um you know just trying to keep afloat bro yeah and we're, and we're winning we're yeah. all winning definitely you know definitely man we up you know what I'm saying? that's right we up <laughs> and uh as, as a side note too man i was in new york last year last summer i think it was and you guys did a, a special thing out in brooklyn um a state nice little show out there in coney island i believe it was you had a nice little set yeah. and um yeah I, I, I came in on the very end of the, of the MOP performance. So I was a little, a little agitated because I was previously to that I was out in um, in Bushwick at a show doing something, doing some work. So, okay. so I just okay. missed you guys performing, man, because I know you can never miss an MOP live show. You know what I'm saying? That's like right. that's, right. that's that's unheard of. You got to be there when you guys perform. So I was a little agitated for that, man. Well, listen, brother, don't don't hold it against yourself, man. It's gonna be all right. Gonna, there'll be many more MOP performances, man. And, and, and make sure you come too, bro. Definitely. You know, you're always welcome. Definitely, definitely, man. So, so I want to use this space, man, to not only get into what you got going on now, but um, I use the, the the Legends podcast interviews to kind of not, go over a little bit of the history, man, because some of us may or may not be familiar with the the, the enormity of your contribution to hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Some people. Right. Some people may just know Annie up, you know what I'm saying, but they may not know the, they may not know the other stuff, you know what I'm saying? That the, right, that's right. Um, I, I consider MOP is as one of the biggest 
hip hop rock at live show acts ever. You know what I'm saying? I'll put you guys up there with the Onyx and, and Wu Tang and, and Naughty by Nature, Busta Rhymes. You know, nice. my favorite fire, favorite live shows um, right. all time. It's not just a hip hop show, it's just the energy and the performances and stuff like that. Um, right. Some people may not be familiar with you know the warriors album when that dropped the, the the enormity of that project or even the one before that you know what i'm saying so yeah. um let's let's do this man let's let's, let's start the beginning for billy Dan's. when you were growing up you know what i'm saying growing up in brooklyn and stuff what, what was your soundtrack what did you listen to and what did you remember hearing in your household kind of coming up well in the household it was different because you know we we're in the house with our parents so mm-hmm. they're playing what we really love right the music that had passion the mm-hmm. oj's temptations uh, Manhattan's, all of that good stuff, mm-hmm. you know, Frankie Beverly and Mays and, and all of that good stuff. But, uh, you know, when you start going outside, you hear what's going on outside, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. um, Rockham, Karis One, with a whole BDP, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Juice Crew, you know what I'm saying? Like, every everything from that era, from the 80s. And that's the thing about our, when I was coming up as a kid, like, when we, the music that we had, it wasn't like 30 artists sounding the same mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. We had about 10 artists that were amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 10 that was amazing and they kept the party rocking. Yeah. Because they all had different sounding songs, different feeling songs, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that, I, I mean, people say that the 90s was golden era. Yeah, for the artists, mm-hmm. it was the golden era. But for the fans, I gotta say it was like before that. Yeah, it was the 80s the, the, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the foundation yeah. right you had the foundation for that's the right. 90s where we had slick rick that's right dana dane oh my you know what i'm saying uh, oh, dougie fresh God. juice crew you know what I'm saying? The, the juice crew the the boogie yeah. down productions you know what i'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> Those were, everything was hot bro yeah 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 and like, I, do you realize that like all the artists were actually dope Man, we, we me and my partners, because I, I came up, um, I, I tell people my music maturity of hip hop was early 90s, you know what I'm saying, around that period when it when it, when it it really hit me where I was, and Naughty by Nature was my first one where I was like, oh, I, I like what they did with that, that, that Michael Jackson joint, you know what I'm saying, that's when it started kind of oh clicking for me, and we, me and my partner laugh all the time because we say even the people who we may not consider the hottest artists in the 90s, those are the type of artists that today... You know what I'm saying? They can they can hold it down because they they stayed they they stayed with the essence of it. They just were in an era where everybody was King Griffey Jr. Everybody was very Bonds. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. They had all of these Michael Jordans, <laughs> <laughs> all of these Jordans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great way to put it. But bro. it, but it was the balance. It was the balance that we needed though back then. You know what I'm saying? You had That's you had right. the artists who had the commercial hits, and um, you had the artists mm-hmm. who were strictly underground. But it was that balance. But yep. every, everybody respected everybody back then. You know? What That's saying? right. Um, that's right you know raucous records may have an artist who was considered mainstream on their projects back then because they had that respect yeah. you know what i mean yeah uh, right <laughs> or or mop <laughs> would be on a, a dj clue mixtape you know what I'm saying? right 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 <laughs> so right. so definitely man it's 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 it's, it's amazing man I, I wish that i really do wish a lot of the kids today would study that era man of, of that just that uh it was like being on cloud nine back then for me as a, as a, as a fan because I've always been a fan of the music and I've always been a fan of the culture. So living in that right. period was just incredible. Watching you know yourself and 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 and, and fame doing y'all's thing and and Teflon and and like I said then right. boot, then boot camp kit click comes out and they kill Ooh. shit and, and we, like I said woo tribe it was it's, it's yeah. it, it was crazy. <laughs> you know it was the music 
the music was good, bro. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. um, we were about the music. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, the kids aren't, aren't about the music. It's not about the music with them. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't take it from them. I'm really just glad that my people, whether mm -hmm. I know them or not, mm -hmm. younger or not, like, I'm glad that they're figuring out a way to uh, <clears throat> take care of themselves and their family financially. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the music, Mm -hmm. Like, I want to hear good music. Like, I'm your fan because you're my brother and I never even met you. I want you to win. Yeah. But when it comes to your music, if I, if I, you know, if it's not working, mm -hmm. if it's not amazing, I want to hear amazing music. Yeah. That's it. I want music to make me feel the way I felt in the 80s uh, or through the 90s or even before that, before I even come out the house when I'm listening to what my parents are listening to, mm -hmm. even though it's not from my time, but you can feel the passion in mm -hmm. the music. Mm -hmm. I want music to make me feel like that. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm I'm always a, a fan because there's, there's records that come out now from these other artists that I don't even know. Yeah. If I'm stro strolling through something and I see this album's dropping tomorrow, I'll find it, buy it. I'll probably never listen to it, mm -hmm. but I, I'll find it, buy it. That's my contribution to my younger brothers across this country and across this world. Mm -hmm. um, my my contribution to help them get out of the situations that we've all pretty much been been in and come out of you know what i'm saying yeah so so when did when did billy yeah, dan start picking up when did you realize that you wanted to pick up the pen and, and start writing and everything like that I, this is something way before i even got a deal mm -hmm. um but i never i never focused on the deal because remember you you know you from my era bro you know our art our the artists we listen to that we were fans of mm -hmm. They were like superheroes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's no way, like, you can pick up your pen and write and everything, but there's no way you're going to be Big Daddy Kane. Mm -hmm. There's no way you're going to be <laughs> KRS One. Yeah. There's no way they're going to know you. There's no way you're going to fit in their space. Yeah. Um, so I've been writing for, you know, even, even before then, even before Kane and all of them came out, like, I've been writing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it was nothing that I took, like, you know, this is something I'm going to do as, as a career. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about that at all. Um, so it was many, many years ago, brother. Yeah. Many years. I, I picked up that pen, man. And when when you started career-wise, thinking career-wise, was that thought of, I want to be a signed artist or it's just, I just want to make the music? You know, career-wise, I really didn't have a thought about it far as career mm -hmm. until I was actually all the way in it. Mm. Like I was already in it. Mm -hmm. I already had one of the biggest records in the country. Um, and it just it just seemed like it was something different mm -hmm. that we were doing other than what we were doing prior to you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah. so it's like I was like this seemed a little more safer and you know yeah. <laughs> you know I could I could be places I haven't been because uh -huh. so in New York like you gotta understand about the way New York is sectioned out like Queens you got Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx Manhattan, whatever mm -hmm. most of the time the kids from these neighborhoods don't go anywhere else, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So when you get into the business and you start moving around, even if you just move it around the city, mm -hmm. right? It's like, man, I'm, I'm actually doing something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that was that was actually a cool part for me. Um, <clears throat> and like I said, I was, but I was already in already. I already had one of the biggest records in the country, and then. You know, then I start realizing, you know, well, this is something different. Maybe we should keep doing this because 
seems a little more safe, right? Nobody's yeah. going to jail. Nobody's getting. You know yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Let's just do that. So yeah, <laughs> and I and I'm grateful, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's very funny. grateful. That's champ. funny you say that about moving around because I grew up in, I grew up in Far Rock in, in Queens, and so right. my wife makes fun of me all the time when she she's from California. So whenever we go visit family and stuff, and we move around the city. Um, she'll ask me, well, hey, you been here before as a kid? And I was like, nah, I literally stayed in Queens my whole life. Like, I just, you know right. what I'm saying? I stayed right. in Queens, and right. the only time I would go out of Queens is on Sundays to go to church with my parents in Brooklyn, and that was it. Right. <laughs> you know Dude, as a kid, I went to Far Rockaway twice. Uh-huh. Once to go crabbing with my uncle, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and the next time... I got into some trouble. My brother was living out there, and I had to go out there. Yeah, <laughs> and this beach look, and, and the beach looked like I was somewhere on, uh, in, in Jamaica, somewhere like yeah. somewhere exotic or something. Because yeah. we don't get to see that. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. so I, I know how I go, yeah. bro. <laughs> Crabbing was definitely a thing. I used to love that. Every yeah, too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. No, man. So, so um, when when you when you got started and everything, was you in, did you and Fame um were you guys like childhood partners or anything like that, or how did you guys actually initially meet when you guys met? <laughs> that's funny bro i just did another interview two days ago and they asked the same question uh-huh. how do we meet we don't know where we met uh-huh. how we met when it actually was mm-hmm. we just don't know mm-hmm. it's kind of we just kind of fell together yeah so like if you ever speak to fame yeah. he, you you ask him yo did y'all meet at the park yeah did y'all meet at the store did y'all meet in school yeah he don't know either neither one of us knows <laughs> so we, we go so far back to where it's almost like we just it just was like you know mm-hmm. it just happened mm-hmm. like you know you you can't when your reality happened mm-hmm. he's a part of my reality so mm-hmm. uh, there was times where i would I actually come home and my mother had this huge green couch in the living room man it was had to be like the most comfortable couch on the planet bro yeah, yeah. And I would come home, and regardless of what time it was, I'll be ready to go get on that couch. At fame is sleeping on that couch. I can't wake him up. She won't make let me wake him up. She's like, dude, go, go over there somewhere. Go in there somewhere. You better not wake him up. Go over there somewhere. So we got that kind of relationship to, um, to where's, um, you know, we just we just kind of landed together, and it's something that was supposed to be, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of when I listen to people talk about the way it comes across in the music mm. that's not like none of it's never really planned yeah yeah like even our shows like you spoke about our live shows mm. like we never done a rehearsal mm. like okay. literally never done a rehearsal yeah wow it was just feed off each other's energy when we're on the stage wow so, so yeah, i was gonna, that was gonna be one of the questions down the line is when you do a live show um yeah. <laughs> I, you just answered that so it's just just fame, yeah. fame and billy on stage is doing what they do <laughs> that's right we, we we literally feed off each other energy i was telling somebody how you know there's a start when you start anything mm-hmm. you know music career anything else there's a start and there's that that beginning stage of it mm-hmm. so when we get on the stage I, I literally been on the stage in front of eight people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I ate people, so that's nervous too, mm-hmm. right? You'd be real nervous there, because that's the beginning. I, I got on the stage in front of eight people, eighty people, eight hundred people, eight thousand people, and mm-hmm. eighty thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always use the energy that I can get from fame to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it kind of seems like we, we just feed off each other. So it's 
it's just it's just the magic, bro. Yeah, yeah. You you, <laughs> you guys have that that wonder twin power. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's and, it. And uh, and when when you guys um you know when the, when the Annie up and all those joints came out and you're doing those big shows, uh, take me to the time when you guys went overseas for the first time that you can remember. Um, and and like in Japan and they're 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 going verse for verse for you, bar for bar, what you know, and that they don't even speak a lick of English, but. They know right. your joints. What's that? What's that feeling like? <laughs> Nuts, because it's like, again, that's like, and toward the beginning of our, around the beginning of our career, mm-hmm. and we didn't go to Japan. Mm-hmm. The, the, it was a world tour, but I stopped at half mm-hmm. because uh, we came home to jail, and then we were out on with Gangstar. Prim, like, come on, we got to go to Japan, mm-hmm. dude. I literally rode took the car, got got in the car, went to the airport and told him I couldn't go to Japan. I couldn't see myself taking that long of a flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't make it to Japan that time. But the very first time we went, first leg of the tour, I don't know what country we hit, but I remember being in Berlin, Germany, mm-hmm. across the street from the wall, right? The Berlin Wall. That's where my mm-hmm. hotel was. Mm-hmm. And I went and got like a because they're selling like pieces of the wall. Mm-hmm. So I went and got a few pieces of the wall for the kids and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, we got on the stage that night. And I don't want to sound crazy here, but it seemed like to me, and I was drinking a lot of liquor too at that mm-hmm. point. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it looks like to me, like everybody looked the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would be on one side of the stage going, doing that regular MOP thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And people are going nuts on this side of the stage. Yeah. Singing word for word, but don't really uh, speak English. Mm-hmm. And I would, because I don't stand, well, you know, I don't stand still on the stage. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm on the other side of the stage and it looks like what seemed to have been the same person from over there. Mm-hmm. And that was just me in a, in, a, in a fog, like, oh my God. Like, they're, they're fans and they're yelling and screaming. And inside my head, I'm yelling and screaming too, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was, I want to say, uh, 96, mm-hmm. 97, something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Probably a little maybe bit before that. Like 90, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe before that, because I remember doing a huge tour mm-hmm. in 98 where we were where we went around the country, which was crazy. It was a smoke and groove tour with mm-hmm. Cypress and who else was out there? Wyclef, Destiny's Child was out there, uh, Black Eyed Pea, mm. uh, Gangstar, um, still the, uh, my man Cannabis was out there. Dude was coming out on the stage with a 750 pound lion. <laughs> yeah, named I remember that. Simba, yeah, I remember bro. that. Yeah, that was so <laughs> nuts, yo. I still see it today. I remember doing Red Rocks um, in uh, in Colorado, uh-huh. and they and they came out with the the lion name was Simba, uh-huh. and they got these you know Red Rock it's Red Rocks uh, theater in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. The uh-huh. the the lion was walking along the rocks, bro. It looked like the most amazing magical <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. Of course, I hurried up and got out of there because every time they got on the stage, I left. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't understand. Like, I'm drunk, but I'm not stupid. Y'all yeah. realize it's a lion. It's gonna, right? a lion's gonna <laughs> line at some point in life, right? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, man, um, it, it was all magical for me, man. Every time I got on that stage, from the first time to when I just I did just did a show in New Jersey, it was mm-hmm. it was nuts. Fame just sent me a whole <clears throat> uh, schedule. Uh, upcoming schedule for a tour and I'm like yeah yeah about to be back at it you know what I'm saying so whatever little ends I need to tie up yeah um 
I need to get those tied up so we can get right back to it. Dope, dope. And, and you mentioned, too, something for the listeners out there, because I'm a history buff, and when you brought that up, uh, it, it jogged my memory. Back in the day, for those who may not be familiar, in, in, in Germany, <clears throat> there was a wall, the Berlin Wall. It separated, what, East and West Germany at one point? That's right. They were, like, That's under right. two different kind of rulerships, kind of like a dictatorship-type situation. And basically, the citizens got tired of that, you know what I'm saying? And they tore down that wall, and that was, like, a really big, monumental moment in history um, out there because that's basically like the United States being separated by Texas <laughs> you know what I'm saying and then right. you know what I'm saying and then all of a sudden the, the, the citizens get tired of the shit and they break down the wall and tear down the wall and they basically it was a coup basically they, they tore down the government you know what I'm saying and started um, mm -hmm. you know democracy so that was a huge huge thing back in the day and the fact that you said that you went to go purchase a piece of that wall to me as a history buff I, lo I love hearing that type of stuff because that's stuff that People don't talk about that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying, with the history right. and stuff like that. So the, you, the Berlin Wall, the Berlin Wall, that's crazy, that's, right? Yeah, that's that's the, similar to what the like Great Wall of China would be, or something something similar to that, where it was like a big, yeah. you know, it's like our borders to Mexico kind of thing just gets torn down, and they're just like, we're not doing this right. no more. So definitely, man, dope, bro. Like I'm, a wall separating the country it's yeah, crazy it's crazy yeah yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> a little history lesson for my youngins out there who don't get that in school <laughs> that's right that's right yeah man so so you and fame man mop as a, as a unit and, and even with teflon man um the thing i appreciate the most as, as a hip-hop fan is when you see uh you know like you said your your, your, your hip-hop superheroes uh, i know there's ups and downs and there's quarrels and there's there's disagreements and stuff but the fact that you guys throughout the years still maintain that unity united front as mop has always been so dope to me man because it's, it's real tough for me now as an adult <laughs> I, well i gotta stop being a fan sometimes and recognize the reality of the industry and the business where we don't we don't have the p rocks and cl spools still kicking it as much anymore we don't have you know what i'm saying or even back in the day when prodigy and havoc was going through it with each other for a while that that hurt me as a fan you know what i'm saying but the fact that you guys still have united front you guys still go on the road and you guys still make music together it's just super dope um how, how do you guys maintain that man what's what's the what's the, the common thing that everybody that you guys have that understanding like yo we just can't let the business get a, get in between us it's always gonna be us right well there's for one there's never no ups and downs there's never no we never have that mm -hmm. we've never had arguments or anything dope Dope. like since we since we known each other right mm -hmm. um and the difference between mop and a lot of these other guys um we're not a group mm. we just turned into a group mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying uh these guys a lot, a lot and i don't i'm not speaking yeah, yeah. about the guys you mentioned because yeah, yeah, i don't know yeah, yeah. everything about yeah, them the uh, yeah. when it comes when it pertains to that mm -hmm. uh but you know some guys go you see somebody rapping on a train you go you know what my friend make you know my friend could rap too maybe you guys could get together mm -hmm. or you know so we're not a put together group we're mm -hmm. not um we didn't we didn't start out as a group mm -hmm. and then move forward we started out as a family mm -hmm. then turned into a group still a family which that's first mm -hmm. and move and then move forward with our career uh so that's that's the difference between mop and a lot of other guys and uh 
that's just who we are. Yeah. Like it's always been about us. Like let's make sure we're good. Like us, us, mm-hmm. us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. So even way before the music, it's just been us. Like I tell you, bro, we don't even we've been we've been kicking it so long, we don't know where we met, how we met. So it's like the craziest shit, yo. <laughs> yeah, it's probably literally like you guys were at the bodega or something, and somebody's like, yo, you got a light? You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. And, and that was but, it. But yeah, and, and, and it actually had to happen somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here's the key right the key is it was so long ago mm-hmm. we don't even remember yeah yeah <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> so definitely not a put together group brother dope dope man so let, let's talk about what billy dance has going on now man like i said you were here last time we had the six pack we did a listening sessions of that and had great feedback um you just released some new some new work right what's the title of that yeah the re-listening session the re-listening sessions all right <laughs> that's right that's right so um I feel as if there's possibly some things that was missed on the listening session. Mm-hmm. So we remixed the entire thing. It has a whole nother feel. I don't know if you heard it, mm-hmm. but it's an entire. Uh, but here's the, here was the key to that, right? Like, mm-hmm. Feel. So we added new beats mm-hmm. so you could understand the feel. Nothing changed. Mm-hmm. I did not redo no vocals. Mm-hmm. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So it feels like a whole nother song. So this clearly shows me that sometimes people don't listen mm. because they're not grabbed from certain angles, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we rearranged the whole joint and just call it the re-listening session. And then I added um, three, four new records. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one I got. Uh, my son La Boogie my nephew Money Mark on the hook mm-hmm. and I got Tef doing the record it's called Take It Personal mm-hmm. um, I got a joint called Employed uh, with um, two uh, young ladies uh, Precious Mariposa and what is this other young lady named I forget it it don't even come to my head right now <laughs> but she's amazing mm-hmm. um, Jeanette Forrester sorry okay um <clears throat> The, uh, those two records are dope and then I did um, uh, a joint that I just put a video out well the first one I put the video out for was called Won't Lose produced by my, my guy uh, Too Busy which is an amazing joint um, and then the second one I just put out is called The Chief okay. it's produced by a producer named Praise who is ridiculous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying so, so that's what I just put out now and uh I'm working on two more projects right now. Mm-hmm. No, three actually. And then I keep getting this um, request for an MOP album. Mm-hmm. And I gotta be honest, like we got way more music for it than we need for a album. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm gonna be 100% honest. I am not turning over an MOP album unless mm-hmm. the fans actually get engaged like they're supposed to. So I'm doing my part. I need the fans to do their part. You want an MOP album, you'll get it. At this point, I don't feel like you deserve it. Mm. And that's just how I feel. You know what I'm saying? And that's being 100% real because, like, dude, like, when I'm on that stage, right, mm-hmm. I'm giving it my all. When I'm in that booth, I'm giving it my all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm doing it. I'm I'm, I'm not, okay, you may, it may seem like I'm doing it for myself, but mm-hmm. I'm actually not. I'm doing it for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I need your I need your energy in order to make me want to do it. Mm-hmm. So get engaged. If you deserve it, you got it. 
hands down, I'm always here to deliver the the uh, the opium, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because because <laughs> I don't want I don't want it to be no shortage. So that's why I'm here. I'm here to deliver, but I need somebody to feed the supply to. There we go. And you know then, what I mean? If you're ready, I got it. And and then we we're we're in an era now where. I mean, to be honest, like you said, to be honest, everybody's entitled musically to listen to music because everybody has access to the world of music in their pocket now with the phones and everything, right? And everything's streaming. So um, you don't want to put out a great body of work just to get glossed over because 45,000 other people out there released the album that same day and they'll never get to your, you you may get half a listen and that'll be it. Right. (laughs) And and that's really, that's really the problem, bro. Mm -hmm. All around this country, seem like around the world mm-hmm. now but definitely around this country there's no there's not even any fans left mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if you put you when you put the records out bro and you get you see the comments the comments is like yo he should have put this record out first mm-hmm. then did that and mm-hmm. then he could have signed a deal with such and such mm-hmm. after he did that then he could like how do you know this <laughs> everybody's an a and r now too right if, if you're a fan bro just be a fan so so there's no way and that's why you can't really sell records mm-hmm. in America because there's nobody to sell a record to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because everybody's you know a critic. Mean? Everybody's an artist, everybody's Every, a critic. Everybody's <laughs> an artist and a critic. It's cool to be a critic, but uh-huh. good God with the artists. How many artists? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yo, it's ridiculous. Yo, so I want to touch on producers too, because I got I got actually got a question from a listener too that I'll get to real quick. But before we do that, I noticed too this about you here recently. Not recently, but just in the span of your career you love working with producers that everybody may not be familiar with you know what i'm saying and you mm-hmm. get and it seems like you get the best out of them and they get the best out of you um mm-hmm. talk about that man what's what do, what do you love about that as far as out there recruiting producers and, and really really getting the best out of them and vice versa what do you love about that process well this is about music it's about dope mm-hmm. music right good mm-hmm. music we don't care I don't myself I don't care who makes the music Mm -hmm. as long as it's dope Mm -hmm. so I always want to do songs or I always want to hear beats that you don't have to know who the person is to love it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of producers man so even with this um with the re-listening session like all the producers like we got producers from Germany we got producers uh, New York, we mm-hmm. got producers, you know, everywhere, bro, mm-hmm. Switzerland, everywhere on this project. Mm-hmm. And I decided to pull together what we call the construction team, mm-hmm. right? These are all fairly unknown. Most of them are unknown. And I call them a construction team, obviously, because they they tore down and reconstructed a masterpiece and, and made it even, a, you know, made it a little more greater. Mm-hmm. Um, the the guys that don't have the luxury to work with everybody um, or have made so much money from working with a bunch of artists, they still have that passion Mm -hmm. for good music. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, and the main thing, look, that's the long version of the answer, bro. The main thing is, I just want a dope beat. (laughs) If you got a dope beat, (laughs) I don't care where it comes from. If it's dope, I I need it. Like, man, that record, The Chief is called, Mm -hmm. that I I just put out. Mm -hmm. The beat to that is so ridiculous, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, we're going to play that. Like, it's so (laughs) ridiculous. And it made me rap. And that's what I need, right? Like, I want beats to make me rap. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I want the beat to pull me in and make me rap that way. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's too easy to rap that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want a little bit of a challenge, but I've been here long enough that I don't I don't want to have to fight with the beat either. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I want to make it, make it easy. And these, <laughs> excuse me, these mm-hmm. dudes got monstrous beats, bro. Mm-hmm. Alonzo Fibonacci is the name of one production crew that's a part of the the um, the uh, con- uh, the construction crew, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they did they redid the record that I did with Method Man mm-hmm. uh, called Gotham. Yeah, ridiculous! It's ridiculous. They redid um, what is it? Don't believe you. Yeah, uh, and and um, uh, what's the other one? Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like all movie scores. Yeah, yeah. Like you close your eyes and listen to the re-listening session. Mm-hmm. It sounds like these records sound like a movie. Yeah. It sounds like you're listening to a movie. Yeah. That's what we want from these producers. If you're gonna produce, produce. Yeah. Stop playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I take the beat from anybody, bro. As long as it's dope. I if it's that. dope, I'm with it. And you, you mm-hmm. must be a psychic because we got a listener who had a question. Shout out to Lewis Gray for submitting this one. You, you kind of touched on it, but we'll get into it a little bit better. And I'm gonna reword part of it. It's a two-part question. Um, okay. On the first part, he he had he wanted to know um, on the classic records that the, what the people consider classic records, and even what you consider classic records. That chemistry that you had with that producer um, was that an important thing? And do you remember if there was a common thread between all those records that you can that you can point out with those records that we may consider classics? Uh, you know what, bro? And and me just being a hundred percent honest, mm-hmm. through the first fifteen years of MOP career, I was drunk, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just having a good time, and like I said, it was yeah. something that that. Um, in my head, I was like, it's just something that we're doing different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like, still, I was still all in shock. Like, dude, I'm in a room with Pete Rock. I'm in a room with DJ Premier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm in a room with these guys. First of all, they ain't got no business knowing. Yeah. They don't got no business knowing who I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think the the chemistry of me being in that room mm-hmm. with fame mm-hmm. and with our guys, and I could always go, we're doing something different and I could turn and look at Premier and go, wow, and then turn and look at my family and go, we are actually doing something. Yeah. So I think the fans, their 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 feeling or their connection to the record is what made it a classic. Dope, dope. You know what I'm saying? Dope. I was just in there trying to win, baby. That's it. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. And, and part two of that question is, what do, what do you like doing best when you make records? Do you like doing concept records or non-concept records? Um. Hmm. I'm not going to turn this no other way. I'm just going to answer the question, right? Mm-hmm. I think concept records. That's crazy, though, because I've been thinking about that for the last few days. Like, <laughs> shout out to Lewis. Concept. Shout out to Lewis on that question. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to my guy, Lewis. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's concepts, yeah. Because nobody's doing those. Mm-hmm. And that's really where I came from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, like, I like concept records because they give you something to, like there's something in there that you can feel mm-hmm. I mean there's something in like you know just records without concepts with just kind of the feeling and the beat or the, the flows and all of that but the concepts is those records see I'm a, I'm a weirdo like everybody knows me for, for an artist and what you see and what you hear but I'm the dude that like the bus ride 
to to anywhere with the headphones on mm. like i'm soaked in <laughs> you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. concept records and, and, and stuff like that. That's because we got a lot of that when we was growing up. So yeah, yeah. I, you, I miss those. I miss those times. Yeah, and you kind of hinted on it too when you said with the new project, it sounds like a movie score. Uh, only a person, mm-hmm. only a person who thinks conceptually can can kind of point that out. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dope, dope, dope. Well, man, I, it's, it's definitely dope talking with you, brother. And I got another one from your your sis MJ Savino. We'll get to an anime. She had a question that's kind of funny. Um, but before we get into okay. that, man, what, what else? What else we got going on? I know you said you, it's plenty of work to come out. You know, saying you got some, t- you got some show dates that's about to drop. Um, what, what else you want to knock out this year, man? That, that you may have, uh, that's on your, your your target list right now. Do it again. I'm a weirdo, man. So this conversation can open up something, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm always thinking my my brand is always turning. So, mm-hmm. and I I got you know what I do have a a, a project that I actually completed. Mm-hmm. I forgot to even mention. Uh, don't know when I'm putting it out, but it's more about um, it's like that Da Vinci code, mm-hmm. but it's more like the Billy Dance code kind of mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. And it's more about like how I see things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm, ha- I'm I'm handing it to you, the fan. Not so you can you don't have to see it how I see it, but mm-hmm. I'm giving you why I see it this way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So conceptual, of course. Uh, but yeah, and that you know, I'm doing a lot of filming and stuff like that. Got a a, a production team I have um, that we're doing a lot of filming, a lot of uh, short films, documentaries, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we working, brother. We out here working for real. Like I know people say they working, but we we really out here. And I noticed too on social media, you brought up. Um, I, I don't like. I'm. It's okay. I, I, Versus is cool for what it was when it first started to me. Um, it's as a hip hop fan, the way I listen to hip hop and grew up with hip hop, it's not giving me what I want with verses. Um, but I noticed you made a comment like, "Are we talking about verses? Are we talking about verses?" And it was spelled differently. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I think the way right. you brought it up is how I want it to be. I want it to be a verse for verse kind of. Let's bar it out on stage right. and let and let let's let the people really know what these records did. Um. Right. Why can't? Why, why do people scared of MOP, man? Why we can't get an MOP versus somebody up there right now, man? <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's scared of MOP. I think people will do it, but I won't do it. Mm, okay, it's something I'm not. Yeah, bro, I worked hard, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to put my legacy on the line for an hour for yeah. people's entertainment. And see, that's how I see right? it. Man. Like I somebody's, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like somebody's gotta come out with the short end of the stick. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, I, I wouldn't. Whoever's on that stage with me, I definitely don't want it to be me, and I def I, and I don't want it to be you either. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. got to take care of our families with this. Like somebody, somebody's got to look at you and remember you for being great. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, it, it's, this is something that's in a lot of people, right? They they can remember. Like you could do all the good things in the world, like mm-hmm. a, I mean, a tremendous amount of good things. Mm-hmm. But they only gonna remember that bad move that you made. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I'm not. I'm not really willing to risk what I have or what I'm gonna be able to pass on to Tay. Yeah. Later on down the pipe, because yeah. somebody said, "Yo, you should do the verses." Yeah. If you want to hear MOP versus somebody, um, grab your MOP album, grab that person's album, and listen to it. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're gonna get it. <laughs> That's what I say, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I say. I, yeah, as a as a hip hop head, I don't like 
what it's become. No. When it first came out, it was a cool idea because we was locked in the house. I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of dope. But I don't like the, I don't want to say the showmanship of it, but just the the corporate stuff that's behind it. That that kind of they setting you up for some drama on a lot of it that I see. And uh, I see a lot of it with, see, the, gonna, with the liquor and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything they're that, like they're like they're like. I'm sorry, brother. No, but they're like um, promoters and. Um, and agents, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. as the as the product, you are disposable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they'll put you on the stage. You'll get your legacy destroyed. You can't get back on any other stage nowhere else around the world because mm-hmm. your legacy is destroyed. Mm-hmm. But then they're gonna bring somebody else, and they're gonna bring somebody else. Exactly. They're gonna get all theirs. You'll never see their face. Yep. Yep. Because it don't matter. Yep. You know, they don't matter. You matter. And and then when you don't matter. You don't matter to them, yeah. <laughs> so it's over for you. Yeah, it's the it's the new reality TV show. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. um, and I, me and my wife talk about it all the time. I say when you look at all of those shows, you always notice whenever the drama pops off, what's the common thing is they always pump them full of alcohol, and you know they take them somewhere isolated. They pump them full of alcohol, then they start filming. You know what I'm saying? So. If last time I checked, Versus was sponsored by Ciroc and all of that. So you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but and you know what? It's no, it's nobody's fault, bro. I no. take my hat off to Swiss. I take yeah, my yeah, hat yeah, off yeah. to Tim and everybody involved. Absolutely, absolutely. But the people that's allowing, and I'm not just, I'm not talking about Versus, but mm-hmm. like you mentioned, the uh, reality shows. Mm-hmm. You, if you allow these people to exploit you, remember they are going to exploit you. If you look at um, some of these um, networks. And I've had meetings with these networks about things. Mm-hmm. These these networks won't even take um, shows or, or you know television programming without somebody being disrespected, without somebody being hurt, without somebody mm-hmm. you know without the drama. They mm-hmm. literally won't even take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yeah. But hats off to, to everybody who's uh, who's done the verses, and and I appreciate it because I, I like to see it sometimes too. Yeah. I like. It doesn't look like I don't watch it, but it's like yeah, I'm not doing it myself. It's not gonna happen. I hear you. I hear you. Thank you, bro. Thank you for that. Because <laughs> I'm like you, man. As, as I know you put in the work over the years, and as a fan, I, I've listened. You know, as a fan, I hate seeing the people that I really like. You know, going through all of that, and then like you said, right. they, they made a mockery of it. They turned to a meme the next day. That's you know, I just don't like that part of the culture. So, dope. MJ Savino sent the question, man. This is a funny one. So she says. Um, okay. Last year, you guys were doing some um, some some meetings over the phone and stuff like that, and you had some important deadlines to meet. Um, during these meetings, apparently, she had some squirrels she had in the house that she had to try to catch. Her daughter had some <laughs> of her friends for homeschooling, and there was a whole bunch of screaming going on. She said, what was going on in your mind when all of that was going on <laughs> during these calls? <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. He had to go away, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm oh, here, bro. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But you checked out. Yeah, yeah. I touched I the phone the wrong way. Yo, dude. <laughs> I, you know what? I remember exactly what you're talking about. Uh, and I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it was squirrels. And I'm like, is she trying to tell me what's going on? Yeah. And I'm like, squirrel? <laughs> She's like over there fist fighting with the squirrel and shit. I'm like, <laughs> it was like that it's episode funny. of Martin with the dog. There ain't no puppy. There ain't no damn yeah. puppy. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, because everything's cool. And yeah. then it just, it just goes into an uproar. <laughs> I'm like, what the? I'm like that's, 
Is everything all right over here, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, should we call somebody? What's happening? Exactly, exactly. And, and they fight with the squirrel. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny that she wouldn't even ask that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to my sister, MJ Savino, man. One of the hardest working people yeah. out there doing her thing for yes. her, her clients, man. She is definitely a, a treasure yeah. and a jewel to hip hop and just a great person overall, man. So shout out to her. Oh, like she's doing she she does what she what she's doing right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she's doing what she's doing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. You know, there's some people it's like that guy you how did you um do some do something that you're not really doing yeah, yeah. you ain't doing it yeah. like what she when she's doing it she's doing it mm-hmm. so yeah definitely okay. shout out shout out to her man I, I appreciate her a uh, good lady Definitely. Nice lady. Definitely, definitely, man. Who who, who yeah, you want to yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. before we get out of here, man? Who you want to shout out, man? Before we get I got to shout out my whole team, man. I got to shout out Fame, Lays, Tef, Flip, Fox, the whole first family. Um, you know, MOP, like we still here. We still at it. Shout out to the fan, to the actual fan who has been with MOP from day one, mm-hmm. which um, we had uh, converted into family. Mm-hmm. So it is no longer fans we have family out there that we appreciate around the world and uh like i said i just spoke to fame not so long ago um actually for the last two days i've been talking to him so we are definitely cooking up and get ready to get back on the road so we'll see you guys soon we appreciate that love and support always definitely how about we get a campaign to get mop in the rock and roll hall of fame too that'll be a nice a nice yeah it's a, but I want like the real shit though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. want to be in the yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for the right reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to be there because of the, you know, popularity doesn't do it. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, we out here rocking for real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's 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 make you guys like the triple crowns. Let's put you in the rock and roll in the hip hop hall of fame. That'll be that'll be a nice little nice little ring. Dope. You know what I'm saying? I would definitely Dope. look for that, man. Definitely, definitely. Dope. Man. Billy Dance, brother, I appreciate your time as always, man. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for coming back. We're going we're gonna to play this, the Chief joint here in just a second. Um, nice. Doors always open. You know what I'm saying? Whenever the work is out there, I'll, I'll you know, whenever I see something's going on, I'll, I'll reach out to yourself or MJ and, and bring you back on. And we'll let the fans listen to what you got going on, man. This is this is definitely home for you, music-wise and anything else, man. Whatever you want to promote, come on back and let's let's do this again soon. I appreciate you, family. Stay uh, up, yeah? Definitely, definitely. He is Billy Dance. MOP member he's a legend in the game doing his thing still man the the, the ball work is still there the music is still there we're gonna give you guys the chief and uh we will be right back all right it's the mixtape show man appreciate you guys tuning in the mixtape show